0: The angels and the devatas that are, like, attracted to News for the Soul is amazing. And we love News for the Soul! Next on News for the Soul, it's time for Breaking Through with Grace Gideon. Grace is a passionate and dedicated international life coach with a bachelor's in law, a master's in East-West psychology, and an expert in addictions. Grace combines these skills in her practice to clinically and intuitively diagnose and break through subconscious issues that prevent you from achieving success and fulfillment. She has a unique capacity to tune in to repressed psychological and emotional blocks and to teach effective techniques to transform your life in a deep and long-lasting way. And now to help you make your next breakthrough, here's Grace. And here's Grace. Hi, Grace. How are you? Hey, Nicole. How are you? Apparently still alive. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Nicole, I have had such a magical month. I know that um, I wasn't live last time because I was off swanning around. cold. do you want to hear a few of the things I've been up to? I would love to hear what you've been up to. Well... You know, I I presented uh, my profound intimacy workshop, which I'll be sharing the deta- um, some content from that on a future show at the Mind, Body, Spirit Festival. And it was awesome and the room rocked and we had some fantastic processes. And also then I went to Melbourne and I met up with uh, Harry T, the psychic that we had on the show, and he introduced me to, to some amazing people and television networks and that was fabulous really looking forward to doing some work with him in 2018 and I went to our famous horse race here called the Melbourne Cup and I was in this super exclusive marquee where you got all the champagne and delicious food and fun and met wonderful people and music and it was so wonderful and so amazing! And on top of that, I picked a horse using my intuition, and it was a horse with low odds, and it won the Melbourne Cup. So I won a lot of money too. How about that? That's awesome. <laughs> so, my intuition really helped me on that, so I was so excited about that. And today. I've got an even more magical experience happening and on the line with you, Nicole, and with our listeners is one of my dear soul sister's darling friends that I met through Marianne Williamson and her name is Gina Dv. Gina, are you on the line with us?
1: I am, Grace. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, so fantastic, Gina. I can't wait till we talk. Um, I'm going to give a big spiel about Gina, but as is customary for me to do, I like to do an intro on the topic that my guests will be speaking about, as well as an intro on my guests, and you guys are in for such a treat with Gina, so please stay tuned and listen to what Gina's going to tell you, and um, I'm just going to get straight into it and, and talk about this this experience, this, this not only has it been a magical month for me, but this year, this this year twenty seventeen, which is a one year in numerology, which is a beginning of a nine year cycle, has been a tremendous year of beginnings and change for me. Uh, it's really been one that's laid a solid foundation for where I believe I'm going to next, and where you know, I'll be talking to Gina about um, where where my life purpose is going to next. So I feel like I've worked really hard and laid some solid foundations and all of you who are also in a one year may have felt the same, that they, they put a lot of work into this year and looking forward to seeing what, what eventuates over this coming cycle. But the most important thing that I've listed Learned to do is to listen to the call of my soul and really examine what it means to me to be living my life on purpose, which is my version of living the dream. So, as 2017 prepares to come to a close, I want all of you listening to reflect on what this 2017 has meant for you. What adventures? Have you gone on this year? Internal, external. And where do you want to go to next? Do you think you're living your life on purpose? Are you honoring the call of your soul? Do you even know what that means? What would it take for you to live your dream? What would it take for you to explore what it is that you deeply long for and dream you could have in your life and believe that you could manifest it. I want you to really think about those things. Ask yourself those questions. Go within. Take a long, hard look. Take a look at how your life looks right now. Does it look like you're living your dream? Does it look like you're listening to the call of your soul? And not only how does it look, how do you feel? How does your life feel to you? How does it feel in your heart? How does it feel in your gut? How does it feel in your body? Does it feel peaceful, fulfilling, exciting? Does it feel like you want it to feel at this stage of your life? Think about those things. And then think about whether it could be that you might be living a life of resignation or a life of overwhelm or whether you're being run by fear or codependency but you're actually calling it love or you're calling it parenting or you're calling it bad luck or hard times or responsibility. I want you to think. I want you to reflect. I want you to ask yourself, have you shelved your right to personal happiness? Your right to abundant life. Your right to completing the mission you came to this planet to complete. Could it be that you're in a trance of mediocrity and scarcity? I don't know. Maybe you're happy. Maybe you're fulfilled. Maybe some of these things apply to you. If they do, then you might be rationalizing it all. Or you might be quietly despairing. Maybe you call that being realistic. And you think people who pursue their dreams all live in fantasy. You know, there's quite a difference between a dream and a fantasy. Do you know what the difference is? Let me tell you. This distinction is extremely important. A fantasy is manufactured by your mind and a dream is the call of your heart and soul. A fantasy is manufactured by your mind and a dream is the call of your heart and soul. A fantasy is a fabrication that's either a bit of fun, traction, or it could be something huge enough to allow you to escape an intolerable, soul-destroying reality without ever having to take action. A dream, on the other hand, is a message from your heart and soul of what it is that will truly fulfill your life, align you with your destiny, and allow you to move towards being the best you that you can be and actualize your potential. A dream calls upon you to grow into the best version of you and apply effort in that direction. Fantasy needs nothing but an act of an imagination a preoccupation with escapism, and a little bit of time to indulge. It's a poor substitute for dream fulfillment. You don't have to act out a fantasy because a fantasy is just that. Nothing will happen if you don't take action on a fantasy. You know, you can also deny your dream. You don't have to take action on your dream. You can muffle its voice. You can block its vision. You really don't have to do anything about it. Free will allows you to choose, to compromise any part of yourself you want to. That's what free will does. But, unlike a fantasy, if you do not take action to nurture your dream, then just like if you do not take action to nurture other vital parts of your life, like your body, your mind, your finances, you're going to experience a deterioration. In those cases, the deterioration will be in your health or your intelligence or your bank account. But with the dream, if you deny it or you neglect it, guess what? It won't go away. It'll remain buried quietly in your heart, and soul And the deterioration you'll experience will be that your soul will get sick, soul sickness, and your heart will ache, heartache. Just like your back will ache, or your bank account will ache, or your relationships will ache if you neglect them. Don't think that a divine of Passion put into your heart, denied, will have no consequences. You know, from my experience, sometimes the soul-destroying heartache is worse than any back pain or physical pain one can experience, sometimes. The unseen, which is your dream, although it's invisible to your five senses, doesn't mean it doesn't exist your dream exists and your dream yearns for your attention so ladies and gentlemen if you want to honor your dream if you truly want more for your life than you're currently experiencing if you want to snap out of fantasy wake up from the trance of self-negation codependency escapism and manifest your heart's desire, honor the call of your soul, live the dream, then I really want you to listen carefully today. I want you to pay particular attention to my very, very special guest, Gina, Gina Devine. Gina is a talented and successful women's empowerment coach. I call her the dream maker because she made her dreams come true and she knows how to help others make their dreams come true. Gina's personal story is quite an evolution. It took her own life from pretty ordinary to extra, extraordinary. And using the same skills and strategies she teaches her clients today, Gina grew from a psychotherapist in Detroit, making about 24000 a year to a sought-after life coach with a multi-million dollar business, an international radio show, and a clientele that spans over 60 countries. Along the way, Gina's worked at the White House. She wanted that and she made it happen. The Supreme Court. Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. She was mentored by Marianne Williamson the same time that I was and holds a master's degree in clinical psychology. In fact, she's been with Marianne longer than me. Gina's developed a process. She's developed quite a few products. She's extremely prolific and talented. But one of the Her original product when she went into this field was called the Esther Experience, I think. I may have got that title wrong, but that's how I've known it. Um, It's about Queen Esther from the Bible, and it's about stepping out of the slave girl archetype and into the queen archetype. I just love that, don't you? I often feel like a slave girl desiring to be the queen. She teaches women how to value themselves and their skills, to move forward with pride and confidence, to live a life that's divine in every sense of the world. It's genius, skill, and passion. And through her company, Divine Living, and the Divine Living Academy, she's dedicated herself to provide female entrepreneurs with tools they need to live in financial, emotional, spiritual, and lifestyle abundance because Gina is one of these people who has done the work on every level, financial, emotional, spiritual, and lifestyle, and she's got the results. The approach that sets her apart from other empowerment coaches is elegance and simplicity and brilliance. While she teaches women how to make money based on feminine principles, she also teaches them how to live a divine lifestyle at the same time. She encourages them all to get successful while and during taking the time to indulge self-care and enjoy their life. So she turns on its head the idea that reward is at the end of a long, hard life, a sacrifice. I remember holidaying with Gina in Hayman Island, and it was extraordinary. It was just so divine. Not only is she fabulous company and has brilliant taste in, in, in fashion and food, so it was amazing to holiday with her, but I, I could see how she could work, do a photo shoot, walk on the beach, play, go to a nice restaurant, do some more work, write something, field some phone calls, and um, then book a whole block of spa treatments. And ever since Hayman Island, I've been booking blocks of spa treatments. I haven't actually told Gina this, but it's the best idea. So I thought, oh, my God, this girl really embodies a combination of lifestyle and work at the same time. No, no more wait till later, no more deferral. So I just want to tell you that there's this statement that Gina makes that I just love and um, that statement is people will always be ready to tell you why your dream can't work or won't work. But they do not control your destiny, you do. It's time for you to stand for what you really want in life. Make the decision to go for it. Your desires will lead you to your ultimate destiny. This is your chance to break free from mediocrity because the best way to serve the world isn't to settle for less, it's to honor your desire to be more of who you're meant to be. So, if at any point you want to speak to Gina just and ask any questions, just get ready, stay tuned, call in on 1-646-595-4274. 1-646-595-4274. Or you can email your question to on the air at tell On the air at C E L U S dot net, and we'll answer it for you. And now, please get ready to get out of deprivation, get out of rationalization, and into abundance as we welcome the divine Gina DeVee. Hello, Uh, Gina, darling. Are you with us? Hi,
1: gorgeous. I am. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much. And I'm so delighted to be here with you. It's always a great time being with you.
0: Oh, darling, it's 10% of what, what? We know about you, and I know about you, and how amazing you are. So, Gina, um, did you did you like my distinction between fantasy and dreams? It was
1: brilliant. It was brilliant. It's so messy, You like right, that? We, we throw these terms around, and we um, you know don't often enough stop to pay attention to
0: what really is the difference. Absolutely, absolutely, and just so that I can give perspective because you work out of Europe about six months a year particularly out of Italy or the south of France where are you speaking um from today today
1: tonight I am in New York City I have uh recently arrived here and I'm here for American Thanksgiving and uh the holidays
0: and I know, I know, Thanksgiving is a really special time for you, isn't it, mm-hmm. Gina?
1: Every holiday yeah. is a very special time. <laughs> yes, I love Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> you see, people who <laughs> love lifestyle, I'm telling you. I've always, when we used to live together, you know, near each other in Detroit, you know. Every time I would have something to eat, I would just put on so much weight, and Gina could just eat everything and never put on weight. I just, I always tell Gina I admire that about her. I just love that. So I'm sure you're going to have a big, fab Thanksgiving lunch and still look fabulous. Oh, uh, so,
1: well, yeah. I was Gina, in my 20s then, great, yeah. so we wear we yeah, okay. baggier clothes these days. But we, we still have okay. as much fun as always. That's the point.
0: That's exactly the point. So you've traveled all over the world. You've coached women in over 60 countries. You've always been someone with great taste and class and vision. And seeing you live life at its fullest is so inspiring. Gina, I know you're knowledgeable on many, many areas of empowerment, but I want you to talk specifically about empowering women to live the dream. So why, why did you particularly choose women's empowerment when you're training um, used to work with both men and women. Why women and why living the dream? Uh,
1: Because I am one and I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) They say teach what you want to learn. And I was very uh, unempowered or felt very unempowered at the time. I was a broke struggling Mm -hmm. psychotherapist and I had about $75,000 in debt. And I uh, was living at home in Detroit with my parents. So I, you know, I I really, and I was approaching 30. And so I really got that if, if I didn't, like, take my own medicine and transform my own life, that nothing else mattered. And that only from that place could I actually help other people. And I really love being a woman. And it's not that you know, any kind of empowerment work doesn't empower men and women, but there's, you know, a different uh, genetic makeup to women, as we know. And so really being able to discuss empowerment, not from a generic place, but from a feminine place and from a spiritual place and from a place that, you know, women just are going to get what's important to them more than men. Um, In our way, because, you know, men have things that are more important to them. I just thought, well, why not delve into enjoying being a woman, empowering myself, empowering other women, and, uh, you know, and all while wearing Jimmy Choo's.
0: No, oh, that's amazing. And you, um, Why Living the Dream? That's such a beautiful title. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: You know, I, I wrote my master's thesis on living life unlimitedly. And I really... Mm. started to learn these principles that well what I learned in the White House was Uh, anything you want is five phone calls away and it wasn't just because I was calling from the White House it was really a mentality it was a way of living that you know really truly seek and you shall find and then when I started learning these different principles about visualization and quantum physics and this was before the secret came out it was like wait a minute, all this stuff is the opposite of what I've been taught. Like I was, you know, taught that you can't have what you want. You really can't. I was taught you have to work hard for money. Then I learned you actually can work less and get paid more. And so all of these teachings of the world that I thought were true were not actually true. And so, you know, it doesn't take me mm-hmm. long. I'm not actually that hard of a worker. So you tell me I can work less and make more and uh, travel the world and, and have what I want and which includes creating great impact in the world, sign me up. So I Mm -hmm. took this stuff that I wanted to believe was true as gospel and uh, it's worked out okay.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Brilliant. And the Queen Esther story, what was it specifically about that story that moved you so much that you chose to develop a program or concept around it?
1: Ah, yes. Well, I I grew up as a Christian, and so I grew up reading the Bible and going to church, and there's this one day, I've heard the story of Esther, you know, countless times, and um, for those, you know, Christians know it from the Bible, Jews know the story from Purim, others may know it of more of a Cinderella story, and basically Mm -hmm. the premise of the story is that, there was this Jewish orphan girl uh, that was exiled out of Israel and cast into Persia, where she was treated like a second-class citizen. The king had gotten rid of his queen, and he was looking for a new queen. And so all the young girls of the land were rounded up to be thrown into the palace harem, and which, by the way, where they were prepared for a year before they could be presented to the king, and they were given... Special food and beauty treatments. So that's when I realized mm-hmm. spa treatments are scriptural. Even the ancient Persians knew that. And you know <laughs> what it's really about: women getting into their femininity and like you know and being feminine. Anyways, out of about 2,500 women, Esther was chosen to be the queen of Persia. But the king didn't know that he picked this Jewish orphan girl. And right after she becomes mm-hmm. queen, there is a law issued to kill, destroy, and annihilate all the Jews. And so her cousin, her mm-hmm. only living relative, goes to her and says, Esther, for such a time as this, you have been called into royalty to save your people. You must save us. And she says, no, 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 no. I mm-hmm. can't go to the king without being summoned first. There's, there's palace protocol. And he said, Esther, God's work will be done with or without you. And he says, for such a mm-hmm. time as this, you have been called into royalty. So she really gets that Mm -hmm. this was her calling, that this was her purpose. So she goes into what I call spiritual principles. She goes into prayer and fasting, and she gets a strategy to then go before the king. And she goes before the king, risks her life, and says, "Uh, my king, would you please come to a banquet that I have prepared for you? And he goes, and he says, what is it, Esther, even up to half my kingdom, it will be given to you? She says, come tomorrow to mm-hmm. another banquet I've prepared for you. And again, the king comes and he says, what is it? And she says, I must reveal to you that I am a Jew. And there has been a law issued to kill mm-hmm. me and my people. And I'm asking you to save us. And he, the king says, who would issue such a law? And she pointed to his best friend. And she said, your best friend, Haman. So the king had Haman killed. Mm-hmm. And then Esther, basically, in my book, becomes the heroine of all time. So the reason mm-hmm. why this story of Esther was so compelling to me it was because I really got for mm-hmm. us as women that only from the mm-hmm. position of queen can we fulfill our calling. And, you know, mm. like, Esther, like everything that went on in Esther's life, like her parents had to be killed. She had to be exiled, orphaned, brought into the palace, here. Like, all these things that look like they were so bad and happening to her, not for her when all of it was really designed for Mm -hmm. her to fulfill her destiny. And I think that all of us women can relate. We are all ordinary girls that have been through a lot, gone through a lot, experienced hard times, but it's Mm -hmm. all been to prepare us to live our destiny. And if we would allow ourselves Mm -hmm. our rightful place to be the queen of our lives versus the slave girl, Mm
0: -hmm. then
1: from that place, we Mm -hmm. do have access to our own power. We have access to go to the king. We have access to communicate our truth. And what I love about it is that you get to do it wearing your royal robes and living in the castle as well. So that's why the story oh, that's has amazing.
0: always and, well, That's so brilliant. And um yeah, you know, the you've just likened it to the Cinderella story, which obviously many of us know too. So it really is, you know, the slave girl becoming, you know, the princess or the queen. Um, eventually I guess she 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 becomes a queen. Um you know, what happens um, if you feel like life, you know, like in the current day, you're working, uh, you've got to pay the bills, you've got to look after kids, you don't have time to take care of yourself and you talk about the slave girl, the highly paid assistant, then the queen. Well, what if you feel that there's no time for you... To get out of these roles until your children have left home or your bills are paid. What if you've got all of that rationalising going on? What do you suggest to people who whose mindset in that they kind of listen to you? Um, they listen to you, Gina, as a fantasy. They listen uh-huh. to you as a distraction, right? Um, because it's like a fantasy to, that they'll do dream fulfillment then they'll get off the radio show and they'll go back and they'll pick up the kids and they'll eat another chocolate bar and they'll, you know, put on their, you know, active wear and, and they'll just have this fantasy that one day they'll do a Gina DeVee course or one day they'll... Do you see how the dream, there's a fantasy about the dream and and they think that we're actually living the dream by listening to lectures about the dream. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. I did it for 14 years. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, it's amazing, isn't it? Like there's this, yeah, there's this joke where they say for, for, for codependence and for procrastinators, there'll be a doorway that says on the door, heaven, and there'll be a doorway that says lecture on heaven, and they'll all go to the lecture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So
1: it's like, yeah,
0: why don't you just go? The door to heaven's next door. No, no, no. I'm not ready for heaven yet. I'm going to go and hear about it just in case if it's going to mean that I have to change my shoes. And do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know the stuff we come up with. And that's why the introduction was to get people primed to think. You know, are you in a whole lot of rationalizing and overwhelm and codependency, feeding a life of fantasy, or are you listening to the call of your soul and claiming the dream? So just tell us a bit more about how you get yourself in this current day out of slave girl or high-paid and claim that queen today. Well, I think
1: the first thing you have to know is that it really is possible. People don't do things that they mm-hmm. don't think can work out. So if
2: mm-hmm. if you
1: have been so sold a bunch of lies that you have chosen to believe and understandably it's not your Mm -hmm. fault like most people who loved you by the way most very good people in your life told you all this stuff was true you have to be responsible you have to take care of the kids that your fun in life comes later it's when you retire it's after you know you can give to yourself if there's enough money or time left over you know that's what was modeled to you taught to you and by very good well-meaning people Um, so, Mm -hmm. so the first thing is I would say, you have to believe that a different way is available for you and that can be jolting. That can, Mm -hmm. that can be scary. That can be like, Hey, I don't know if I'm ready for, for that. I got to a place in my Mm -hmm. life where living vicariously through others was no longer good enough for me. And I did it for 14 years. You Mm -hmm. know, I worked for some very powerful, Mm -hmm. very famous people and their money and Mm -hmm. their impact and their contribution in the world and their success. It was just enough for me to be around it. And then mm-hmm. it took me like 20, 14 years. And then I realized I'm really not getting any younger. And just being being okay with living vicariously really isn't ever going to get me living my dream. And I had to decide. Am mm-hmm. living vicariously good enough for me in this lifetime, and I was really clear mm-hmm. that that was not. Second of all, I have a very low tolerance to pain, spiritual, physical, emotional, any of it. So it became painful mm-hmm. for me to watch my life going nowhere, staying stuck and broke, mm-hmm. and you know having good enough be good enough, and then it no longer became good enough, and I. It didn't even take as much action. I did take action eventually, but first it started with a decision. And I made a decision uh, to transform my money story. Mm-hmm. Because for me, so much of my pain and my stuckness and my smallness was hinged around money. And I was the queen of I'd love mm-hmm. to, but I don't have the money. And I made a decision mm-hmm. that I would never again say I would, I'd love to, but I don't have the money. And I made a decision to never struggle with money again. And I didn't know how I was going to do either so, of those things, by the way. But so I made the decision, and that's where it started.
0: Well, that's interesting you say that, that um, because so many mm-hmm. people have a scarcity money story. Um, do you have any kind of tips on how to shift from a scarcity money story to an abundant money story? Just a few thousand. Or what the limiting beliefs a lot of people have? Uh-huh. Um, so... A few thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll do that. Give give us 543 Um, of them. Go. Okay. So the first thing to
1: shift the scarcity around the money story is to really be honest with yourself on how much you desire money. Like, you know, we talked about being the queen. It takes a lot of money to be a queen, ladies. And no one can live a really fulfilled Mm -hmm. life if you don't have a lot of money. I mean, and when I say really fulfilled life, Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about a beautiful home and clothes and travel, which those things are all important. And I don't place spiritual value higher than lifestyle value. I place the desires that are in your heart all have value. And I think that any time any of us are honest about them, that, you know, look, binging on stuff isn't a desire that's just a binge, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the the form of that addiction mm-hmm. is just stuff. But when you really get that loving yourself and giving to yourself is, is a spiritual act, you know, um, and I'm not going to go, all carry Bradshaw on everyone here, but you know, like, like I feel great when I buy a new pair of shoes. I also feel mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. when I, have facilitated a really meaningful and valuable coaching session for someone. Or I feel great mm-hmm. when I um, go and, and do some pro bono work or speak for free somewhere or something, you know, it's like, so it all comes mm-hmm. in all matters. And so I would say everyone number one, first and foremost, has to get clear on what your desires are. Statistically, only mm-hmm. one in a hundred people even know what they want. Statistically only mm-hmm. one in a hundred people even know what they want. So, no wonder we're not manifesting our desires because we don't even know what they are. And then the second thing mm-hmm. I would say is learn to ask for more than enough. You know, I didn't have the self value at the beginning. I was so taught to just live on barely enough or just ask for just what I needed. And I would, my bills were like $2,000 a month. And I would ask for 2000 and I would get 2000 and I'd be at zero again. And then one day it dawned on me, Okay like, what would happen if I actually asked for five thousand dollars a month? Like that would be life changing. And then one day I did, and that's what happened, and I got the five thousand and I worked for it. you know I very sadly to me do not have a family inheritance or uh, didn't uh, a trust fund or married a wealthy man. so I have worked for every dollar I have made. And but I haven't worked myself into the ground like a slave girl. I have put in effort that's mm-hmm. been meaningful. Um, I've made mistakes along the way, and mm-hmm. sometimes I have overworked, but I course correct quickly these days. But back to transforming your relationship with money, I would say it's really getting clear first of all, foremost, what your desires are, and that that includes money, and to really allow yourself to have a certain level of wealth that is in alignment with you and your life purpose. Um, It's not about binging on money. It's not about grabbing money, but it's about allowing yourself to have money in your life and use money as a tool to
0: fund your dreams. That's that's fabulous. When you said allow yourself to have a certain amount of wealth that's in alignment with you and your life purpose, could you Uh talk just a little bit more about that? Sure.
1: So money to me is like food. And if you have mm-hmm. too little or too much of it, not a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so many people have either an anorexic or a bulimic relationship with money. They, they won't mm-hmm. allow it in to nurse themselves. So it's like or somebody will declare like, like what is too much or too little according to who and who says. You know, so someone said something mm-hmm. to me recently about something being expensive. I said, compared to what? Like, and and who says that is even expensive? I mean, Um, it's about living on purpose, and so. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I could go on and on. So I don't know how, how much more you want me to say about this. But I, I. No, that say, sounds good. Good.
0: No, I love that. I love that, Gina, because I love the analogy with, you know, anorexic or bulimic um, relationship with food and money. Um, But I love the line you said that they won't allow it in to nourish themselves. And I think that's the key, that whether it's nourishing your body or nourishing your soul or nourishing your bank account, you know environment or whatever it's what is nourishing to you you know what is nourishing to you and I guess I guess people who don't want to who shun materialism but are always broke you Uh might just say to yourself instead of thinking that it's a horrible thing just think you know instead of instead of saying uh, I need enough or I need 30% more just say what? How much do I need to nourish myself and those I love? I love that. I love that statement. But, but, Gina, you've made several dreams for yourself come true, haven't you? You've made your relationship dream come true. When I met you, we were going out in Detroit. We were going to see Steven Tyler and in bands in, 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 in downtown Detroit, and you were you know, kind of just a a rock and roller chick with not much money and and nice, really nice white jeans, as I remember. (laughs) I I spent my
1: last time on those jeans.
0: I love those jeans. Mm -hmm. You looked amazing in them. But, you know, and then I remember we hung out in Santa Monica in this tiny little apartment and you had... Pizza boxes and no boyfriend, and um, and then all of a sudden you meet this man who's a real man, who's an archetype of a king, and you're coaching, and you're not. So, I mean, I, I hope you don't mind me. Gina was one of my clients when I was in America, and then and even when I came back to Australia, I used to coach Gina when she was a psychotherapist, and now she's got this huge multi-million dollar business. So I'm so impressed and proud but it was just you were you had such a girl energy you know um you had such a girl energy and now you've really embraced the feminine principle and the woman energy and um so you the relationship dream the career dream the lifestyle dream the travel dream all of that tell us a bit about how, how you managed to, to fulfill relationships um, for yourself and, and be happy there, as well as career and
1: lifestyle? I, well, thank you for all of that. It's, um, I made it a non negotiable. I think, like anybody who's accomplished mm-hmm. anything, you know, I'm sure everybody was, you know, um, you've transformed your body, you know, um, you know mm-hmm. other people have transformed their career. You know, I made it a non negotiable that I was going. To be with a king of a man, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and I did my work on it. You know, I had to really take a look at what my own beliefs were around men. I did tons of work with you on it. So, ladies, if you're looking to call in a healthy relationship, I highly recommend working with. Or, or you know, you work with men too, but um, you know, I really did my inner work, mm-hmm. and and then, but it's it, it, all this stuff is the same stuff. It's really. About allowing, it's allowing yourself, like how good are you going to let your life get? Like, are you going to allow mm-hmm. love into your life? Are you going to allow a little bit of money into your life? Or are you going to allow an abundance of money into your life? Um, are you going to allow yourself mm-hmm. to have a little bit of impact or a big amount of impact? Like, it depends on what drives you. Uh, are you going to allow yourself mm-hmm. to, being a mother is important to you. Is that, does that become the non-negotiable? So every, everybody's got yeah. to have a non-negotiable.
0: So that's fabulous. It's like in 12-step programs, they call that willing to go to any lengths. So tell me something, how much... Now, obviously, limiting beliefs, we all know limiting beliefs prevent us. So limiting beliefs, distractions, um, self-abandonment prevent us. How much does addictive behavior, like drugs, alcohol, and other addictions, um, and workaholism how much do in, in the women you've worked with how much do their addiction stop them from making this kind of living the dream a non-negotiable in their life well there's no living the dream
1: with an active addiction there's, there's manifesting stuff they can you know outwardly become quite successful or um land the the relationship or whatever, but there's no living the dream. I mean, that's, that's you know, um, my heart goes out to anybody who is in the, you know, in the ravages of an active addiction. That's, it's full blown darkness and fear and, um, you know, you don't get mm-hmm. to, you, you're, you're so busy feeding the addiction, you don't get to experience. Life
0: and living the dream. I love that. So let me just um, talk about that a bit. That line, there's no living the dream in active addiction. So when I get clients who are worth a couple of hundred million and they're flying all over the world and they're crying um, in my office because of their active addiction, um, is the perfect example of there's no living the dream. So it can really look jet setty but if living the dream is listening to the call of your heart and soul if it's really living your life on purpose if it's not about you know hedonism and gluttony and 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 fantasy then there's no living the dream when you're in active addiction there's no living the dream when you're denying your desires there's no living the dream when you're muscling the voice so the essential thing is to, I guess, be connected to your authentic self. Ask yourself what is your, you know, what really aligns with your destiny and and from that authentic place, ask yourself how much money and how much time and how much other actions do I need to take and things do I need around me in order... To fulfill this call, would you agree with that?
1: Sure, sure. So, like for example, you know, I I, I teach people how to well a number of things, but one of them is, is to make money, but to do it the feminine way, which means that mm-hmm. it's she who makes the most money the fastest does not win. I could be making a lot more mm-hmm. money right now than than I am. However, oh. I would I wouldn't be living the dream because for me, living the dream is also having time with my husband and not working many months of the year, like all summer, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. and having holiday time and that kind of thing. So, you know, everyone has to really know what's important to them and what their dream really is.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So women's empowerment is about self-confidence, connecting with yourself, um, knowing yourself having a voice there's so many aspects spiritual and emotional um, to to who you are but a lot of a lot of my work is very very much about the spiritual and emotional aspects of a person so bringing in the perspective of somebody like you who knows how to combine that with with material and professional um, Um, success and abundance is is really awesome so let me just ask Nicole is there anybody you'd like any questions you'd like to put through to Gina or shall I just um, carry on with this we've lost Nicole hello Gina yep I'm, I'm here you're here okay well at least you're here okay my my producer's gone off she might be checking through the emails so we'll we'll carry on with um all of these lovely conversations so Gina can you tell us a little bit about um the kind of women that are drawn to the Divine Living Academy and and um what what is happening within the Divine Living Academy when I look on your Facebook and look at the emails that you're sending through um I just love first of all I love the branding you have and any of those um in any of those uh videos and all the emails you send out so I get very attracted to what you're putting out there so what have you got coming up Gina?
1: Oh, uh, well, thank you. Well, the, the women that I work with, are, they're women like me and you, Grace. You know, we all, we're all working hard for our dream. We all have mm-hmm. big dreams. We all have fears mm-hmm. that we might not be able to manifest our dreams. And yet none of us have actually really given up. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be listening to a radio show like this. So it's, um, you know, mm-hmm. the women who are attracted to divine living are women who want it all. And are and haven't mm-hmm. given up on on getting it. Um, and so, mm-hmm. what, what do we have coming up? We have we have some cool stuff coming up. If anyone wants to go to divineliving.com, um, you can see kind of the the world of divine living. There's free videos. There's you can get on the mailing list if you like. Um, I've got free podcasts on my website as well. And so there's lots of ways. to We just started a. Uh, divine living on demand where we've got like a bunch of my videos that you can binge watch for free so there's lots of great content that will hmm. give tips and resources and uh, content
0: for you to live the dream gina w- what i love is you have all these different locations right uh are the events that we do you mean yeah, like you'll have an event in Paris, and you'll have an event in Italy, and tell us some of the amazing locations you go to and present. Well, I, we this tribe does like to travel, so
1: I and my clients yeah. are all about uh, travel, so yes, we... Let's see, this year we started, we do an event once a quarter. So we did one in Hawaii, we did one in Mallorca, Spain, we did one in Paris, and now we are finishing up in Santa Monica, Los Angeles, in December. And then next year, Uh our very first event of the year is going to be in Dubai, so we're very excited about that.
0: Oh, my God. And so you've gotten to know women all over the world now. Yes. And um, do you do you notice cultural differences when you're working with them around um, female emp- empowerment, or do you feel that there's always a common theme or, or a bit of both? Definitely both. Uh,
1: you know, women around yes. the world, as we as we know, people around the world, we're all the same. You know, we all love mm. our our families and our friends, and we want good things for ourselves, and you know. In, in the in the deepest part of our hearts, and we want good things for others as well um I would mm-hmm. say the cultural there are cultural differences and nuances um in different cultures that i've learned about so uh but not as many as you would think you know little things like I don't know people in the UK and Europe seem to think it's like illegal to use a credit card. And my Americans are like, where do I put my credit card? Like, so There's little things like that, <laughs> but, um, you know, then making a decision like the women in the UK, it's like a badge of honor. I'm going to sleep on it. Cause no one is going to get me to make a decision before I sleep on, you know, at other parts of the world, people make quicker decisions. Um, you know i you know i think in some of the middle eastern cultures that i work with uh you know mm-hmm. uh, openly talking about money the way i do as an american and typically to uh, an american audience i shift that up a bit it's you know there's a different mm-hmm. sensitivity there you know um the Aussies seem to have this belief that, like, well, you can do it because you're American. So I don't work with that. Um, so yeah, exactly. Different things that I, it's like, well, it's fine for you. You can do it because you're an American. I'm like, what? what is that? But it's a very um, uh, religious belief there, I have found. So different fun little things here or there. But at the end of the day, like I said, we're more
0: similar than we are different it seems to me from the events i've attended of yours and 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 when you were in sydney the women that i met they they really embrace um warmth and love and and, yeah, they're cool. and and beauty you know they really get into beauty hey they they they're not they really just the queen thing they... is really evident you don't walk in there yeah, they get a, yeah, they get a blowout before they come to the event. You yeah. Okay. um, You know, I think that... How does your husband feel being the only man at all of these female events? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he feels like it's his harem. Like, he, like a couple of men tried to come one time and he was like, get out. <laughs> I don't make No, they, 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 I they love Glenn. I he's a
0: very... His, He's, he's a very, he's a very. It's a great job he's got, hasn't he? With it surrounded by beautiful he women, is, I think it's a, it's a very fantastic position. He so, does love it. So, Gina, it. you, I've always wanted to ask you this. You know, you know, I call you the dream maker, mm-hmm. and as I've highlighted to people, you, you've taken over a decade. Um, of training and knowledge and living to understand women and help them make their dreams come true on every level and you you really love these women and you really put your heart and soul into it tell us what does a woman who makes other women's dreams come true currently dream about given that you've ticked so many boxes
1: Oh, Lord, the list is always long. I never stop dreaming. Um, in no <laughs> particular order, I want to meet Queen Rania. Better yet, I want to do something meaningful with her, like some kind of program for wow. women. I mm-hmm. I want my own jet. I want to fly private. I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want my own clothing line. I want to start this really cool thing called Divine Living at Your Doorstep, and I want to do a food delivery thing. I got. I want. A, I want a Divine Living Hotels. I got. I got an Empire that I'm looking to and excited about creating.
0: I could go on. Oh, that's amazing! And you, you're the one who taught me about the principle of tithing, too. You know. Really, I um, remember that. I'm sure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. When. Um... Well, I think you explained it to me when we were in America. Okay. Um, so uh, um, your generosity spills over and I'm sure um, the the more abundant somebody like you becomes, the more abundant we all become because you're a very thoughtful and generous person. Um, so, yeah, that sounds amazing And and the hotel thing. Well, that's beautiful. And are you are you currently actioning these visions or are you? Are they still in the form of development? Uh,
1: oh, all of those? Let's see. The, the the jet is still a dream. I have not sent an invite to Queen Rania yet. Um, the <laughs> divine living at your doorstep, uh, is, is they're still at the journaling stage. Let's put it that way.
0: Okay. Well, yes. you're more than welcome to talk a place in Sydney on your dream hit list so that we can have more of you here.
1: Oh, so I, love I love it. Check fabulous. in with so, me at this time next year and see how much is still a dream or what I've manifested.
0: Okay. I will. we'll see. That's, do you still get money fears, or are you pretty good in that department now?
1: Uh, I'm pretty good in that department. I've learned enough about money that there really yeah. is no lack of money. I will have my ego mm-hmm. will will tempt me to have other fears. Like um mm-hmm. will things that I I want work out. Like I'm I'm working on a book right now, you know, and it's like am I gonna mm-hmm. not just am I gonna get the book deal, but is the is the book gonna become a New York Times bestseller? And some things like that I'll mm-hmm. get tripped up on mm-hmm. um, but if I do go into if a money fear comes up I, I course correct pretty quickly um, so I have my rituals and mm-hmm. my patterns that like I don't stay stuck I, I'm so because it, it's such a non-negotiable for me that if I go into fear I know I can't manifest mm-hmm. from that place so I will very quickly go into mm-hmm. okay what do I need to do to generate the funds or whatever it is
0: okay that's brilliant so guys as, we come, as it comes time to wrap up, I just want you to recognize that, you know, Gina owning a humanist there, and for me, I want you to be able to distinguish a fantasy from a dream. A fantasy is a fabrication of your mind that you don't need to action. It's either a distraction or a repression, whereas a dream is some a call of your heart and soul. And as Gina has experienced, explained to live the dream you have to be authentic you you know you don't get weighed down by um, addictions and limiting beliefs and you your desire for it and your willingness to want it and to pursue it has to be at a you know at a significantly high level that you're you allow yourself to step into that level of empowerment to live a full life and let go of the stories, the scarcity around money, the scarcity around time and the belief that, you know, codependency is love and self-negation and sacrifice are the only ways to the kingdom of God. God is abundant. God wants you to live a fulfilling life and the more powerful you are, the the more power you can bring to others. So please let go of your... Um, shunning of of materiality and shunning of those things and let yourself embrace the dream. Thank you so much, darling Gina. Um, um, Thank you so much. Now, your website is divineliving.com and if they want to know specifically about living the dream, they put a backslash dream. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes. If you'd like to... um view my brand new video series it's called Destined for the Dream it's completely free you can go to divineliving.com forward slash dream and you'll see the video series there mm-hmm. you'll enter in your name and email address and uh, you'll get the whole four part video
0: series oh fantastic so here's my journaling assignment for those of you listening to the show today the first question and this will be up on my website but just so that you can get thinking about it what desires have you've been denying yourself and if you allowed yourself to dream what would that dream be and would it fulfill those desires then ask yourself is this a dream that comes from your heart and soul and is therefore aligned with your life purpose or is it a fantasy that you use to escape the monotony or discomfort of your daily existence If you discover it's a fantasy, go back and answer the first question again until you find a heart and soul-based dream, not an escapist fantasy. Then finally ask yourself, what would it take to action your dream, picture it, write it, believe in it, plan it and commit to doing what is necessary. If you're stuck or you need support, contact me or Gina through gracegideon.com or thelevineliving.com and we would love to help you live your dream. Thank you so much, Gina, and thank you everyone for joining us today. See you next Monday, the 4th of December at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for the Aussies, we're on Tuesday, 5th of December at 10 a.m. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Gina. See you guys later. Thanks, Grace. It was amazing. Bye.
2: Bye. News for your soul. Life-changing broadcasts to souls around the world since January 1997. Yeah, man. Hi. We all love to hear the good news. So we all should rush to hear the good news. Nice. But we are us find the good news. Yes. NFTS, NFTS. News for the soul at the very best. NFTS, NFTS. News for the soul at the very best. NFTS NFTS news for the soul at the very best. Yeah, man, just log like on to www.newsforthesoul.com. Yeah, hear yeah, me. We are a life-changing talk radio. We give you good news to keep you on the go, and you can also share the good news. You know, and that's the way we keep in the flow. Wah! We only focus on the positive things, yeah We only focus on the positive things, yeah We not go put none of the negative in there We not go put none of the negative in there NFTS, NFTS News for the soul at the very best NFTS, NFTS News for the soul at the very best <laughs> Log on to www.newsforthesoul.com Every time Come hear the good news, share the good news Y'all feeling good for the good news.